0: Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Today's session is going to be a fantastic one for building your fitness and for kind of burning off some calories, taking some time to work on your technique and as a recovery row. What we're going to do is six six six-minute intervals with one minute rest in between. And you can find this row as RA27 on the ErgZone app and we're going to alternate doing them at 20 strokes a minute and then 18 strokes a minute and our pace is therefore going to change from 2k plus 18 to 2k plus 20 a 2k training pace is basically calculated by doing a 2000 meter time trial and then you divide that resulting time by four which gives you your average time to cover 500 meters and that is your 2k training pace. Now this is explained a little bit better in the description so make sure and read that if you're still a little bit unsure about it but if you just want to gauge this as an effort level point of view then you really are down there at around about 5 to 6 out of 10. It's a Uh, A row that will just kind of give you a good old kind of feel, you'll get a nice sweat, your heart rate will be up a little bit, but you're not going to be destroyed, okay? This is going to be one that you come out and go, oh, I just worked well today, but uh, I didn't exhaust myself, all right? so let's get into today's warm-up first now we always do run about four minute warm-up and we start off by setting up our machine now go to your drag factor and set that first if you don't know anything about drag factor please check out the video on this channel but basically you want to set it somewhere where you know you're putting in a little bit of effort but it doesn't feel like you're rowing a cruise ship down a river next up go to your monitor and set it at eye height so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down and finally the foot straps should get to a point that allow you to get to the front of the machine with your shins into a vertical position in a nice comfortable way ok, maybe play around with it a little bit from time to time just to make sure you're still happy and comfy, right so we're going to do 4 minute warm up at 18 strokes per minute and we're going to start off at a nice gentle pace ok in three, let let's go so it's warm up this is why I always say we're just warming up at this stage we're not worrying about our pace at all just make sure to connect your legs, press into the footplate, try and get the timing right as you do that with the connection of the handle to the flywheel. And then gradually, over the course of the first two minutes of this warm-up, you can start to increase your pace a little bit so that you get closer to around right about 2k plus 20 then you can just hold it there and then for the last 2 minutes of this warm up we'll do some single leg drills and some split pick drills just to help you work on that kind of mobility of your back and things just continue to increase the pressure from your legs, bearing in mind that your arms usually just follow along with your legs. So we're not thinking about pulling harder here as you get closer to 2K plus 20. If anything, we're just thinking about pushing harder with the legs. Okay then, so in four more strokes we're going to take one foot out of the foot straps two more one more here we go one foot out, put it on the floor and continue rowing now your balance may shift a little bit as you do that that's part of the reason we do this so you can think about your balance and that push from your legs nice even press into the footplates one more let's swap feet and it helps just get that compression to the front of the machine here correct you don't have two legs Binding you up if you don't have flexible hips. Two more here. I don't know why I sang that one. <laughs> Both feet in, legs straight, and just roll with your back and arms. So you're just swinging over your hips and pulling in your arms and then pushing out your arms and swinging back over your hips. It's really important for teaching you that sequencing of the back, then the arms, then the arms, then the back. One more. Now roll to the front of the machine, straight arms, and push out from the front of the machine. Keep that forward, lean into the front of the machine with straight arms, and just press, you don't have to go too far back, you're just working on the timing, the connection, and holding that forward lean as you drive. One more, all done, there we go, that seemed like a bit of a muted warm up today, I wasn't going off into worlds of fancy or anything, Continue moving up and down the rail, have a quick drink, and I will explain one more time what it is we're doing today. Okay then, so today's row is gonna be six six six-minute intervals with one-minute rest in between. Now, you can program that into your monitor at six-minute intervals with one-minute rests. We may get maybe one or two seconds out of sync with each other by the time we get to the end, but that shouldn't matter much on a row like this. Now, remember, you're going to do these as alternating paces and stroke rates. You're going to do 20 strokes a minute at 2K plus 18, And then for the next one you're going to do 18 strokes a minute at 2k plus 20 and then you're going to do that again and then you're going to do that again okay so it's going to be a really nice workout that's just going to let you grind through your stroke and like really develop that um, ability to use your oxygen to fuel your muscles and whatever and like i say every single time this isn't the most exciting row in the world but this is what allows you to be able to go fast to be able to um, do things like basically look at your calorie burn and say, wow, that's incredible. I've lost, I've, I've burned calories by doing that one. However, whatever, and just, it's just such a vital, important. Oh, I have ranted enough <laughs> to you all about how important this row is. You don't need, unless if you're a new viewer, then you, I've saved you on a rant. I almost got there, but I almost went off on another one. Just trust me, rows like this might not be flashy on paper, but they're just so incredibly important for you. That's all I'll say. Right, shall we get on with rowing? I will start my watch there we go and then we'll start at 20 strokes a minute 2k plus 18 pace in three two one go so it's one stroke every three seconds this one's really easy to just count down on the monitor and to keep yourself in time rowing along with that the 18s are a little bit trickier but It's all right. All you have to do is either watch me on the YouTube videos for the stroke rate, or if you're listening to this on the podcasts, then you can hear the whoosh, whoosh of my flywheel. And that's how you know. But hopefully you've got a monitor in front of you that has a stroke rate display anyway. quite handy to be able to know what rate you're doing after all if your monitor doesn't show you stroke rate then I'm afraid you're a bit stuffed I mean stroke rate is such a integral part of rowing not only for the real bottom line of it that the higher the stroke rate, usually the faster you go. But it's how we can kind of control intensity and kind of manage your training. But the difference between doing a 20 strokes per minute piece at this pace and then saying, right, now I want you to do it at 2k plus 10. The amount of extra force that you have to put in to increase by 8 seconds at exactly the same stroke rate completely changes the dynamic of what you're doing. whereas if someone's just saying I want you to row at 15 seconds slower than your 2k training pace but they don't give you a stroke rate guide it could be all over the place ah, there was a sudden diversion normally talking technique to you at this stage so thing I never really mention at the start is just the very basics of sequencing of the stroke what order to do things in when I talk technique I tend to go straight into this is the catch this is the finish but what I want to say is that it's always good to spend a little bit of time focusing on whether you've slipped the sequencing of your stroke because what you want to do is you go legs to start then back swing then finally arms pull in to a finish so the sequence goes legs, back, arms legs, back, arms and it's the same or it's flipped for the recovery which goes arms, back, legs arms, back, legs so, legs, back, arms, arms, back, legs. And it's really easy to kind of miss, especially the back. The back's the one that it's quite easy to just miss the timing of to the point that you can tend to do legs and back at the same time on the drive and then sometimes kind of getting that recovery a little bit messy where your arms will kind of come out your back will kind of go forwards and your legs will then join in if you can think about each stage leg, back, arm, arm, back leg without it being robotic and jerky even if it's just for each side of it so you just think each time think about the drive legs, back, arms legs, back, arms legs, back, arms and do the same on the recovery arms, back, legs arms, back, legs last stroke we're focusing on that because I mean many times I think I'm getting it right and then I'll use some piece of analysis software that tracks your body and things and it says nope you're still not getting it and I'm like oh why I order?" so it's a good idea to just especially if you've got mirrors and things or even a camera To just give yourself a chance to actually analyse what you're doing. Now this isn't that intense a workout, but I still want you to make sure and drink and hydrate in between. Okay, by the time we get to intervals kind of four, five, and six, your wills be kind of a lot hotter, and so try keep the hydration up now. Right, next interval starts in ten seconds. Give your bottom a wiggle. Reseat your seat. Five, four, three, two, one, go. And this one is at 18 strokes a minute, just so slightly slower than you were before, both for stroke rate and pace. So we're down at 2k plus 20 this time, so two seconds slower than you were before. Now the relative effort that you're putting into the stroke will actually be pretty much the same here maybe it's like one or two percent easier but really you're the reason you're dropping pace here isn't because you're pushing any less with your legs it's pretty much just because you're taking two strokes a minute less because when you think about it going back to stroke rate again if you put in the same amount of power to the machine for every stroke regardless of what stroke rate you're doing it at you will go faster the more strokes per minute you take so if I at this stroke rate if every stroke or every drive I cover 10 metres which is unlikely but it's a good round figure then at 18 strokes a minute in One minute, I'll have covered 180 meters. If I'm putting in exactly the same amount of power on the drive, so 10 meters per stroke, and then I increase to 20 strokes a minute, well, that then means 200 meters in a minute if you keep on going all the way up if I'm able to cover 10 metres in every stroke all the way up to say 30 strokes a minute then I'm suddenly covering 300 metres in a minute now there is an element here of the coasting side of it. This is why I'm saying the drive phase not the total stroke because right now I drive and then it coasts. Coast. Whereas if I'm up at 30 strokes a minute my coast only lasts for about a second. I won't be covering quite as much even though the flywheel will be up and faster so it's easier to think about it as a drive phase it's you know at some point I'll end up (laughs) with like a blackboard trying to write out the maths for this and I'll find I'm completely wrong but certainly if you just think about covering ten meters per stroke at 18 strokes a minute. Ten meters per stroke at 30 strokes a minute then that maths is easy. Just the whole thing is is that in order to get the stroke rate up, you have to put more force into the machine to have a quicker drive phase to the back which is why my stroke rates tend to have especially for the 2k training plan anyway every stroke rate tends to have a a kind of constant pace so 18 strokes a minute I do those pieces at 2K plus 20 20 strokes a minute is it 2K plus 18 22 is it plus 15 or 16 24 plus 12 36, plus 9 38 plus 5 30 plus 2 and then 32 strokes a minute is 2K pace it's a handy way to train to be honest like I say, especially for the 2k it means you're always setting proper parameters to row in rather than just saying hi, I want you to row it 28 strokes a minute and see how fast you can go it's nonsense one more stroke uh, well maybe not maybe nonsense is a bit harsh because sometimes you do say we're going to do 1 minute at 20 strokes a 1 minute at 28 strokes a minute let's see how fast you can go but most of the time from a training point of view if I'm doing a 28 strokes per minute training piece for a 2k training plan you'll tend to see that I've said your pace is 2k plus 5 to 6 because I've that's the parameters for the 28 strokes a minute stroke rate. Once you start looking at like 5Ks and 30 minutes, 10Ks and stuff, this starts to shelve down a little bit and kind of the higher rates tend to not be uh, linked to the stroke rate in the same, or the pace in the same way. But the lower stroke rates like we're doing today pretty much will always stay the same. Right, 10 seconds to go. Give you a wiggle. Five seconds to go three, two, one. go back up to 20 strokes a minute and 2k plus 18 pace. I don't know what's wrong with me today. That's quite a sudden lecture about stroke rates and things. I mean it is odd seriously, it's the downside to not actually planning out the stuff I'm going to talk to you about when I row is that something will pop into my head and then I'll start talking about it and then before long I suddenly realise we're two intervals into something like this and I've just been trying to fudge my way through maths and talking stroke rates and things I'll I'll try and pretend that the reason for that is I was giving you time to analyse your sequencing before starting to talk about technique in a bit more detail that's my that's my excuse (laughs) but it's It's not true, it's not true. So, the value of rows like this is that they're slow enough to really let you think about each of the positions that you get your body into at those different phases of the stroke. So like I say, it's legs, body, arms, arms, body, legs and each one of them is an ideal body position to be in and that always is easier to describe from the start here right before you start the the stroke known as the catch because this position right before the drive kind of sets up everything about what's going to happen as you're putting the force into the machine but the important thing to say is that the entire stroke feeds into itself it is a the best way it's almost like a form recycling stroke where everything you do affects what you're about to do so like the position that you're in at the the catch then affects whether you're able to do your back and arms in the right sequence and then how you recover from the back of the stroke sets up how you get into the catch to be able to start the next stroke it's all a dance on the machine with everything feeding into each other in a nice fluid way you'll notice that there's never a point when I'm stopped when I'm holding the handle to my body or whatever everything flows in and out and that's what gives you the rhythm to be able to flow through big long rows And also, the rhythm to be able to change your stroke rates and manage higher stroke rates too. If you're pausing at the back all the time, you're never going to get up to about 30 strokes a minute or so. Whereas, if you're flowing all the time, it's really easy to get up to like the 50s. It then just ends up being more about that drive from the front to get you back quick enough to be able to recover quick enough. So when you see people doing like 70 strokes a minute, it's hilarious. They're like a blur. <laughs> and to be fair, to get up to that kind of a stroke rate, quite a lot of them don't have full slides as they take the stroke. They tend to shorten, kind of come into about here, and then go back out again. And really, we want to be able to use the entire length of our legs and arms last stroke so the next interval I'll start talking properly about the positions for the stroke don't worry it's all been a huge long lead in (sighs) just to make sure you're nice and warm have a drink remember, stay hydrated My exercise ring is closed. So, so far, that's 20-odd minutes worth of rowing by the time we factor in the warm-up as well, and it's saying I burnt 200 calories. So, if you're really trying to look at your calories, energy burn, if you're on that kind of a diet, then this is a fantastic row to be able to do. By the end of this, I'd figure we're going to be run about, about 400, so... Okay, we're going in seven seconds' time. Pick up your handle. Four. 3, 2, 1, go. Back down to 18 strokes a minute again. And your pace slows down by 2 seconds to 2K plus 20. Or basically you're just putting in the same amount of shove, kind of perceived effort as you were before but just at a slower stroke rate so let's talk about the catch which is this position here right before you take the stroke there's lots of important things to bring up I'll go through them and then I'll unpack them so arms straight into the catch forward body lean into the catch shins pointing vertically so straight up so you slide forward enough for them to point vertically you want to be looking straight ahead chin in a nice neutral position maybe looking at the top line of your monitor handle height is neutral in front of you so not low and limp but also not high. Core braced, ready for the stroke. Posture, powerful. So you're up on your sit bones with a nice, powerful posture. You're not collapsed and all rolled in. Arms are nice and relaxed as you come forwards into the catch. Fingers hooked over the handle with your hands in a kind of an open position. Thumbs underneath, lightly touching your index finger. now if you have the flexibility and you can get into this position without your heels coming off the footplate too far then that's ideal for when you do push off the footplates and put the power in if you find you really have to raise those heels to get into that forward position shins vertical then that's okay what I suggest is you work on your flexibility but at the same time if you do need to lift your heels far off the footplate then when it does come to starting the drive I want you to get those heels back down again, okay so anyway skipping ahead there catch position straight relaxed arms fingers hooked over the handle forward lean tilting forwards Over the hips, so that you're in a powerful posture, up in your sit bones, core braced or ready to be braced, chin neutral, shins vertical. And that is the ideal position. Now, there's things that can go wrong, like I have a habit of coming forwards and then overleaning, I'll do an extra kind of slump which I'm trying to fix or you might go way past vertical with your shins going wee which isn't really ideal from a power point of view but also from a risk of injury if you're looking too high up in the air like ignoring your monitor it's really hard to get that forward lean if you're looking up so look straight ahead if you look down problem with that is you instantly slouch as you look down and you lose that posture so straight ahead and that way you can concentrate on those arms being straight and relaxed. As you start the drive, it's much more better, much more better. Yeah, well done, John. Much better to be focused looking at your monitor. Last stroke in order to hold posture and stuff. Much more better really? I don't know. I got B in English as well at school and yet I come along and I use words or phrases like much more better. Although I do wind up my eldest girl sometimes by saying ah but I'm betterer than you are. Daddy betterer is not a word. Yes it is if it comes out of my mouth. If you look at the state of some of the words in the dictionary, irregardless has apparently made it into the dictionary. What does irregardless mean? It means regardless. Just that someone put "irra" on the front. <sighs> Stupid. Sorry. There you go. There's a rant for you. Okay. That'll be the hashtag for today. Irregardless. <laughs> Seven seconds to go until the next interval. Five, four, three, two. One, let's go back up to 20 strokes a minute 2k plus 18 pace irregardless I mean come on anyway so we talked about the catch and that's all very well and good but if all you ever do for rowing is get into the catch position you're just going to be sitting at the front of the machine and nothing will happen and you're certainly not going to burn any calories that way. So, you kind of have to make the flywheel move. And although your arms and your hands are what's directly connected to the flywheel through the handle, this isn't a pulling motion. Okay, it is when you get to the back of the stroke here, but you've got a whole load of drive arms, <laughs> drive arms. See, loads of leg drive and then arms. <laughs> so, what the action is is about getting that power from your legs up through your body into your arms into the handle to the flywheel and that's just from your legs okay as you start the stroke so this is the importance of posture, straight arms, and the forward lean, as that is what gets the power from your body into the flywheel and then lets you finish with the pull. If you pull from the start, okay, right from the front here, not only are you, <laughs> I can't do that anymore are you working against the power from your legs you're also robbing the chance of a strong finish at the end now it's maybe a bit of an elitist reference here but if you've ever been water skiing think about what the difference in how your body feels between if you had straight arms being towed by the boat or if you had bent arms and therefore it's all tension through your biceps you're going to be in agony fighting against the boat with bent arms Whereas with straight arms and a powerful posture, braced core and stuff, the power from the boat just goes right through your body, all the way down to your feet, into the skis, and that's how you ski along the water. So it's basically that in reverse for the leg drive is that you're pushing with your legs that power goes up through your body through those straight arms and into the handle so you keep those arms straight for half of the leg drive at which point their power starts to drip away and that's why you only then add in the backswing and then the arms to kind of top up that fading power. I mean it should be relatively self explanatory but it's really not, it's so hard. It's something to spend your whole rowing career working on. Pushing with the legs, holding that forward lean, keeping those arms straight, hanging off the handle because of that power coming through. And then only towards the back do you add in and top up the power going into the machine with your back and arms. <sighs> All right, six strokes to go. Four, three, two, last one one another minute's rest now hang on have a drink hopefully this is keeping you at that real kind of lower heart rate bottom intensity workout to the point that you might start to be kind of going I don't actually need these 1 minute rests but they're important to stop or Mitigate as much as possible against cardiac drift, where if this was just a 36-minute-long row, you'd find your heart rate would just climb, 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 climb. Whereas these one-minute rests give a chance to dip. So hopefully it won't climb too much by the time you get to the end of this last interval. Ten seconds to go. Wiggle your butt. Re-seat your seat. Five, four, three, two. One, go. Is but a swear word? Can I say butt? B-U-T-T. Because I want to make a standalone video about stopping butt pain when you're rowing. And what I don't know is how often I can say butt. Is that too many times? (laughs) Oh, I've spurted the stroke rate, haven't I? We're at 18 this time round. Sorry, folks. 18 strokes a minute. 2K plus 20. He's done it again. I was too busy singing you my butt song. to think at the beginning after the warm up I was concerned that it was going to be quite a low key muted row and that I was being far too sensible and then 36 minutes later he's singing the butt song and completely missing the stroke rate you wouldn't get the other guys doing this would you They'd just all be rippling torsos and gleaming white teeth and just professional within a within an inch of their amazingly well kept hair. I'm not having a go at them. <laughs> I mean, they do both look amazing rowing topless. <laughs> You'll never see me doing that. Nobody wants to see me rowing with my shirt off. Anyway, right, back to it. Come on. Stop distracting me. We've only got just over three and a half minutes left, and I've still got to cover the recovery. Anyway, so arm pull pull into your chest round about sternum height nice and powerful get those elbows through squeeze your shoulder blades together legs straight feet connected to the footplate now I did see one of the other rowing guys who finishes with his toes pointed. It's coming kind of like this at the end. I would have messaged him and asked him why he does that, but he's a competitor. We're enemies! Anyway, so pull in, legs down, nice and straight. And then once you've finished your stroke, push the handle out at the same pace you brought it in at. So in out. Okay? In out. You're not going like that, okay? It's not a real jerk. I'm the only real jerk here. (laughs) That was too easy, wasn't it? Even for my dad jokes, that was too easy. yeah so in out then rock forwards ideally you rock as you start so arms back and then the point when you stop your body rock is when your hands are past your knees and then that's when you can bend your knees to slide effortlessly to the front of the machine now you don't get to the front of the machine by tugging on the foot straps because not only does that pop your knees up so then you have to throw your handle over them remember I talked about posture for the catch, if you tug then your posture suddenly sets backwards and you're in this weird position as you start recovering and you've got to somehow get from that to that which I can guarantee you will either tire you out massively or injure you so if you can think about just rocking over your hips backwards and forwards staying nice posture you're not going to have this issue <laughs> which that has to be said is the number one cause of butt pain to go back to the beginning of this interval again last stroke there we go I must apologise, I don't know what happened to me in that interval, it's almost like for the first three or four intervals I'd been kind of prancing around, what, what am I trying to say today, How am I, I'm trying to be professional, ah, and then that last interval it all just went <laughs> and I started singing the butt song, so I'll be a number one hit soon. Ah oh, cool, I've already got my two minutes sitting on the ErgZone app. So all I have to do is press the button to continue to the next interval, which hopefully you won't need to because it'll all be set for you on the zone thing. Um, so we're going to do a two-minute cool down. Admittedly, that wasn't that tough a row in the first place, but cool downs are really important in order to let your mind disengage, your body gets a chance to cool down, and also just so you get into the habit of doing cool downs. So let's go with a two-minute cool down. Oh, in three, two, one, go. So, what I'm saying is that, say you've just done a 2,000 meter time trial, you really need to do a cool down after that, but sometimes you can be like, oh, I'm done with rowing for today, and you need to skip it, which then means the next day, you could be just in for some muscle soreness that you had absolutely no no need to be in, had you just done a cool down. So... If you get used to doing cool downs after every session, then it just becomes habit. There's also, you can play tricks on yourself. Like every time you do a cool down, have a, I don't know, have a jelly baby afterwards. Something you like, a single sweet that you really like is a reward do that often enough and eventually your brain will start looking forward to a cool down because you'll get a little treat yes I'm now employing dog training <laughs> I'll get a clicker next oh he's a good boy did you do a cool down? oh you did, oh you're a good boy he's a good boy <laughs> oh girl man this is one of those ones I should really just delete isn't it <laughs> between introducing dog training the butt butt song my mini rant about irregardless and the quite muted start it's not my finest example of my work but to be honest it's quite accurate as an example of my work in that Sometimes I can just be all over the place. And to be honest, this is the point of what I do. I mean, surely you're... I suppose if this is the first time here, and this is the first one of my videos you've watched, you might be like, what is this guy on about? Can he just stick on some music instead? But if you've watched enough of my stuff, you kind of know that this is what I do. This is... There's no room for another Austin or another Shane doing this kind of stuff. There you go, I named them. Don't don't hunt for them. Don't leave me, please don't leave. Me. There's no room for them, okay? They've got this all sewn up for the people that wanna have a role with a guy with his top off and, and that stuff. And they're amazing at what they do. But I also think that some people just don't want that. They want to listen to a Scotsman singing the Butt Butt song. Yeah, maybe they don't want that either, eh? It's uh, so a time for a rethink. I tried, to be honest, if you look at the last like three or four rows, you'll see that I've been trying to get a shorten in the intros and the outros because some guy at YouTube marketing said, ah, oh, yes, audience retention, you're losing people at the end. You need to just say, that's all, goodbye. So you can get your your YouTube algorithm up and that, blah, 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 blah. But you know what? That's not why I make these. I make these for the folks that just want to hear my dad jokes and want to have a nice role with me. And you know what? It's a byproduct, you're going to be fitter, faster, and stronger, and you're going to have enjoyed yourself. I don't shout at you. I don't tell you to row as fast as me i don't i'll rant about things like irregardless and my current right this is obviously coming under rant but yeah anyway so that was week four session was that before of the 2k redux plan or just a very handy fitness boosting standalone row um so i hope wh- however you did that i hope uh, at least you enjoyed the row if you did <laughs> even if you are like what what this is probably why every now and then people say, yeah, yeah, yeah I just mute John and put on some music instead. Um, or, and the closed caption thing's quite a good idea. Someone said about that, they just turn on the subtitles. But then I think because I speak so fast, some of the words that I say kind of get a bit misinterpreted by um, YouTube because I've done it before and it's I've F-bombed a couple of times in closed captions because it hasn't quite worked out what, what I've said and it comes up with a swear word. And I'm like, I didn't say that. This is clean, this is a family show. It's filmed in front of a live studio audience. Yeah, anyway, right. So, boo shucks to the YouTube guy that said I should have shorter outros, eh? Hey, hey, what does he know? <laughs> You're still here. <laughs> right, okay, I'm, I'm going now. Have you enjoyed this Are you still here? So the hashtag is definitely gonna be irregardless because I think it's just the most bonkers word well, there's, there's other ones. Uh, they're quite like bungalow. I love the word bungalow, but irregardless. Thank you very much for putting up with me. I really hope that you are getting fitter, faster, and stronger because if you're putting up with this and you're not seeing the body rewards, <laughs> okay? You have a great day, week, whatever. I will see you in the next row. Please stay safe. Be well. Bye-bye. Oh, dearie me. <laughs> what happened to you there? You suddenly went mad and now you're talking to yourself.